Rashi's and Nigan, I just was reminded of this week. Um, I don't think anyone knows it, so listen once and once or twice. <coughs> Everyone's so petrified that I guess they get wrong. I never sang, I sang this nigun once in my life. Just, just flow with it. Someone reminded me. I'll tell you a quick story. My, my, the best of the best, Moish, who I've been talking about all week. The best of the best. Moish Pesach ben Avigdor ben Yamin, Olav Hashanam, Zichon Olivrocha, who died this week, was like my, uh, I get started talking about him till, till Hanukkah one of the closest people in my life, ever. So, someone sent me a radio show that he did. Uh, and I'll send it to you if you want. He did a radio show about, I don't know, 10 years ago, 11 years ago. And he started talking about 
um, he started talking about me on the radio show. And he started saying that when I was on that radio show a week before, and I ended the radio show with the nigun. And he loved the nigun so much. And he called me and he said to me, uh, where did you find that Shlomo nigun? <laughs> so I said, well, it is a Shlomo nigun. <laughs> but I, I, had written, I came down at the radio show and I, never, I forgot about it. I forgot about it completely, uh, this nigun. So he started, he had the, on the radio show, he had the guy in the studio play it, replay it from the week before. And I was, someone sent it to me last night and I was listening to this. So he gave me back one of my nigunim that I completely forgot. So again, from the beginning, okay? <laughs> Anonymously, in honor of the coming of the Mashiach, 
Unbelievable. Linda and Serge Merkin in honor of the son Yaakov Akiva completing Nachyomi and for Shmira on the son Hillel Tzvi Yehuda currently in Aza. The week is sponsored by Joni and Moshe Pollock, Lilin Ishmas Bashela Basmeyer. And today is sponsored by Sarah Gold for the Refuel Shlema of Esther Dania Batsara. If you could pass these around, please cover what we're going to be starting today. Have you, do any of you have this safer? Some of you may have it. It's a gorgeous safer, and it's all Shabbos. Ma'amarim and Shabbos, Anzmiros of Shabbos, the parish of Rav Biederman. It's a small safer. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous, and it's you could find this. Um, if someone wants to place an order for everyone and figure it out, that'd be great. Just a lot on the plates. So I can't. I can't take care of it these days. But so, someone can get it together. That'd be amazing. We're gonna try it. We're gonna see. We're gonna see where we are. This is a beautiful, beautiful mimer. We're going to do one mimer today of Rav Buderman, a short one. And it continues us with the sweetness of appreciating this gift that we have called Shabbos. And as you see on the top of the, of the, top of the page, you see on the top of the page, it says, Yismichul Malchus Chashomri Shabbos. Just to remind you how this Chabura began. We were in Uman, one of the trips, and this, uh, this older Chassid came up to me while we were davening Marv. I, I think you were right next to me. And he said to me, uh, um, who is, who is one, who's, happy, who's happy in this world? Who's someone that's happy with Hashem's malchus in the world? So I thought he was going to tell me some deep vort, some like crazy deep Torah and whatever. He said, Yismuchul malchus, huh? Shonrei Shabbos. Ani rote shetatchi la'asot shiur al Kedushat HaShabbat b'etzlecha b'beknesset. I want you to start doing a shir on, on Shabbos and Yeshua. That, that's how it started. It's one yid telling you one note, just, just like we saw. One voice note can change a person's life. If your heart's open, one word can do it, can do it all. So it should be a schus of that. Of, it should give us the encouragement to, like, when we have something, you know, chazak to say to someone, to not think too much and just end up with it and say it in the right way, Bezrat Hashem, with sweetness. Because you just, you never, ever know where where it'll lead to. So this beautiful gift that we, all, that we, that we have called Shabbos, the way that Rav Biederman's going to bring it down. Now I know that Rav Biederman's mama, they're, they're flo- floating around our base Medrash all the time. Sometimes, when, because when the Hebrew seems to be easy, we don't have to, we, we feel like we don't have to activate our, our brains or our hearts too much, because ah, I know what he's saying. Sometimes you look over some, some simple things that may, may seem so simple. The Hebrew here is very easy. But on the level of Avodat nefesh, it's the hardest thing in the world. On the level of intellect, of understanding what the text says, easy. It's fine. On the level of implementing that into your life, it's harder than finishing 30, 30 Sumi Shas. For real. So there's going to be a, a, a sweet flow, a sweet flow of Ezrat Hashem this morning and with the Ma'amarim that we're going to be learning. I hope that we have the chance to travel amongst all the tzaddikim, all of them, and get a taste of how each of them appreciate this gift called Shabbos and internalize it into our lives. Matana tova yeshli bebez genazai u'shabbos shma. Malat midmatnas ha-shabbos. Everyone has? Mm-hmm. Okay. Ita b'gemara, the gemara in Shabbos says, Ladas ke ani Hashem mekadashchem. To know, Shabbos is all about to know, that it's me Hashem that sanctifies you. You've all heard of this before. I have this sweet gift, this really good gift in my treasure chest. And it's called Shabbos. 
ואני מבקש להתנה לישראל, and I want to give it to עם ישראל, לך והודיהם. Go and let them know about it. That's what he's telling Moshe Rabbeinu. Go and tell the Yidden that I got, I got something really special for them. What is close to learn this on Zayin Adai? Aleph. You know, it's amazing. A year ago already, a year ago today, Rav Ginsburg was by us. Can you believe it? How much happened in a year? It was a year ago. Zayin Adai. Crazy. Lech vehodiyem. So, basvarim akdoshim, huva levoi. Ki yadua shedaas more al chiburut veikus. Whenever the word das is brought down, das doesn't just mean knowledge. Das means to know something intimately. Ve'adam, like it says, milishon ve'adam yada et chava ishto. When the Torah tells us that Adam knew chava intimately, it uses the word das. And essentially that's what each goal, really each goal of something that we understand, it's not just to understand it, it's to have a das, it's to have a connection to it. To be intimate with what I know. So that would be that would be the most gewalt thing in the world. If all the Torah we absorbed, we were intimate with it. So Tomeret, that there's nothing that I learn that remains in the realm of knowledge. That's Chokhmah Sagoim. But everything that I learn is becomes something that I aniyodeh. Ani mamash yodeh. Ani yodeh. Das. V'hainu shakadosh baruch hu amar lemoshe. Lech v'hodi'em, the deepest. Now he says, Gevatim. He says, when Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu, Lech v'hodi'em, go and let them know about Shabbos. Wasn't that what, he wasn't telling them, go and tell them there's a thing called Shabbos. No. Lechna, u'sechaber osam b'gdush asa Shabbos, at sheyu dvukim ba. What was Hashem telling Moshe Rabbeinu? Like Rav Biderman is saying? Go marry them with Shabbos. Go? Go marry them with Shabbos. Go marry them, meaning go there, get, give over Shabbos to them in such a way that they, they feel like they found all that they were ever looking for in this world. So that changes the pshat completely from the way we usually understand this. Oh, Matana, because all the Sfarim quote this, this Gemara. All the Sfarim quote it, meaning all the Sfarim say, Matana tova They all say that, right? That Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu, tell them I got something amazing for them, go and let them know about it. No. Rabbeinu is saying, Lech v'hodiem, go and let them know about it, Lashon das. You know, you could have two people get, talk about Shabbos to you, and they both say the same exact words about what Shabbos is. The only thing is, one person is telling you on the level of maybe Chochmah, or Bina even, but the other person is telling it to you on the level of Das, and when he gives over Shabbos to you, that person that gives over Shabbos to you, he is giving over like a level of Moshe Rabbeinu, Lech v'hodiem, ve'adam yada es chava eshto, ani yodea, ani yodea, mashu achay legamre, something completely different. Ve'af, next paragraph, ki mi yifar godel pe'er ha'malka, who could, who could glorify, who could give over the wondrous glory of the queen, of the queen? how can we really know what this is about? God himself says, I give edus. God is saying, this is a good gift. Very deep. He says, the extent of depth, the extent of, of a preciousness of a gift is measured by the wealth of the one that's giving it to you. 
לפי עשירות הנותנה. אם כן, כאשר הקדוש ברוך הוא, שהקול שלו מעיד ואומר שהשבת היא מתנה טובה, יש לנו להיות סמוכים ובטוחים ללא שום ספק שאכן טובה היא עד מאוד. I'll give you an example of this. You ever go to someone's house? Who's Boch Hashem? He's gazunt, okay? He's gazunt. Meaning Hashem blessed him? Boch Hashem. All of us. All of us. Hashem יפנק אותך עד בלי דין. Boch Hashem, right? ממש עשיר, okay? And this person's also holding in, in Masech Tamashka. Meaning, he, he's, he's holding. <laughs> There he is, right? There he is. Amen to both sides. Right, right, right. <laughs> And he's the one that says, listen, I got a good bottle. Let me bring out a good bottle. Okay, so then when that guy says, I'm going to bring out a good bottle, then you know, okay, now, now we're talking. Lehavdil elef alfei havdolos. Lehavdil elef alfei havdolos, right? Elef miloni havdolos. When he's sitting at the Rebona Shleilam's table, in this world, and he says, you know what, now I'm going to bring out the bottle. Hakol shalom, everything's in there. Can you imagine what that means? Shabbos, right? Ach mikol makom, so even though we have no concept of, how, of the real extent, of the depth of this great gift, ach mikol makom shuma aleinu lisbonen lifi kotzer asagaseinu be'erka shal matana tova, so we got to do the best we can based on our own limited grasp, our own limited perception of the world of Hashem, We got to do what we can to really have a concept of what's going on over here. Why? So that we don't, God forbid, lose out on the gift of the king. Now, I want to say something over here. Some people can learn these words and say, therefore, we have to make sure that everyone has to keep Shabbos. That's not what he's talking about. He's talking about people that are already keeping Shabbos and to understand what in the world you're actually keeping. Now the footnote on the bottom tells of a beautiful quick story, I'll tell you in 10 seconds, of the Rebbe, the Rebbe Rebbe Shmelke of Nicholsburg. The Rebbe Rebbe Shmelke, one time, he, there was an Ani that came to his house, and the Rebbe Rebbe Shmelke gave him one of his wife's like, most dearest adornments, one tachshit, some, some jewel, I don't know, piece of jewelry. And his wife came home, and she sees that piece of jewelry is missing, And she starts freaking out, there's a Ganav in the house, Ganav in the house. And the, and the Rebbe Shmuel says, no, no, there's no Ganav in the house. There was an Ani here, I gave it to him. She says, you gave that to him? That's the most precious one in this house. It's worth so much. So the Rebbe Shmuel goes and runs after this guy. And the guy sees that Rebbe Shmuel is running after him, the poor man. And, the, and he's thinking, oh my God, he's going to come and, and take it away from me. So he starts running away even faster, right? <laughs> so the Rebbe Shmuel says, um, I need to talk to you. He's like, no, I didn't steal it, you gave it to me. And then he starts screaming to him, he's like, No, no, I know, I know, I know. I just want to make sure that when you sell it, this thing is worth a geval. Don't sell it for peanuts. Know what the value of what I gave you really is. Meanwhile, like, if this was a woman here, right, they'd be like, that's the story? That's what the story is. What a horrible story is this, right? But he's, <laughs> he's basically just pointing out that the Rebbe Rebbe Shmelke, <laughs> the Rebbe Rebbe Shmelke ran after him to let him know, Lech v'hodiem. Yeah. You know, Lech v'hodiem. <laughs> go, go, go and let him know what the value is. You know, friends, let's be vulnerable for a second. If we had an inkling of the precious gift that we have right now, of what exists here right now, right now, we'd, we'd, we'd cry for a month. over the preciousness of it. We would. 
So on Shabbos we have to make an extra effort to understand the depth of Lech Vehodiem. And every Shabbos, Moshe Rabbeinu comes and he says, Lech Vehodiem. And that, you know what a great opportune time to tune in onto this Lech Vehodiem is? That Moshe Rabbeinu is coming and telling me the preciousness of this value, of this gift? Shabbos, for me, this has been the same thing for years. One of the highest moments of Shabbos for me is Shachris Shabbos morning. The words, for some reason, the tefillah, Yismach Moshe Bebmat Naschalko, Ki Eved Neman Karasalo, every Shabbos, I get this tingle in my heart. Now, what's, what is the Matnas Chelko? What does Moshe rejoice? The Matnas Chelko? What's Moshe Rabbeinu's Chelik? Moshe Rabbeinu was the one that, while we were still Avandim in Egypt, was the one that brought out Shabbos in the world by convincing Paro to give us one day off in order to make us better workhorses for the rest of the week, the Midrash tells us. So the, we say every Shabbos morning, Yismach Moshe Matnas Chelko. So, so every single Shabbos we have this concept of Moshe Rabbeinu coming and telling us, Yidlach, I, I want to give it over to you even deeper, even deeper, what this gift really is. So the bottom of the year, he says, Next page. Who is a fool? A fool is someone that loses something that he got. That's considered like a shlamazel, someone that loses what they were given. So we all think that that means someone that has an object and then he loses it. It's not that, Chava. It's literally things that we think we understand the value of them because we uh, subscribe to it or we identify with it or we've signed up for the program or we gave in our membership or whatever you want to call it or we came to shul or we turned on the Shabbos, uh, the Shabbos clock, or we set up the, the, the plata, that still doesn't necessarily mean that we have any idea of the value of the deeper meaning of this gift. Shabbos is something else. Those are just hachanas. All those things I said before just set up the stage in order to be in the presence and the awareness so that the flow of the gift can come and flow through us. That's all it is. I'm just going to explain to you how this Sefer works. Once in a while we'll go down to the footnotes, but everyone knows, the Thurbiderman, that sometimes you get drowned in the footnotes because sometimes they're so much higher than for you than whatever is written on top. But trust me, I, I, when I prepare these, when we have to go down to a footnote, we'll go down to them, okay? So back on top. If you, you want to know what's really hidden in this treasure, pay close attention to the words that the first guy, Rebbe, Rebbe Yitzchak Meir of Gur, Rebbe Chidush Yarim says, Shediyek midivrei Chazal, haomrim beveis genazai. Chazal said, this place where Hashem stores this gift is called beis genazai. Now, geniza literally means mashushu ganuz, concealed, like sealed off, separated, in a safe spot, right? It's, it's kept in Beis Genazai. Now, what other concept do we know comes from that word Genazai? What concept? It's a Kabbalistic concept brought down all the time. Rashi brings it down also. Oragonos. What's Oragonos? Let, let's, let's bring it down to a terminology that anyone in this room can feel like they're Shayach to. Even though, even though that's true. Future Schar, I want to bring it down even more. 
that you're still staying up there. <laughs> Nuclear power. Come down here. AI. Oh, <laughs> Maybe. It's up to us. Oraganus is living in a clear mode of clarity. And tasting it in this world. In the to the extreme. Living with complete clarity. Sheinod Milvada. The Chaya? Yeah, the left. Yechida. Yechida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. That's Oraganus, right? So Kedush Arim says, Klomar, Sheefshar Liskos Lenos Mina Or Haganus Beyoyma Shabbos. Usually, when do we refer to the time of year that we could? We merit to taste from the Oraganos? Chanukah. Oh, Usually we say that that's the time. He says here, no, no, it's a diuk. Chazal Dafka used the word beves genazai to teach us that this is, this is actually approachable every single Shabbos. Sharet shavayu mimokom echad kasi. That means that both of them, shavayu mimokom echad, from the same place kasi. They come from the same place. Shabbos and Oraganos. And I think that it's safe to say that, that the way that we've been learning with Rav Yaakov Meir Shechter this whole time was showing us that that's basically what's going on throughout every opportune time on Shabbos is to taste the world of clarity that of Einod Milvado. What a, what a gift. And that's available every single Shabbos regardless of what you did during the week. The extent of how much you tasted is dependent on the Achana. That, yes. Hachana, uh, the preparation. Hachana. However, the fact that it's there, the Or, Aganus, and Shabbos, is Kviya Vekaima, which is a halachic concept that we, we will speak about another time. It's permanent, fixed, and set every Shabbos, regardless of whatever, whatever happened in your life. Is it the during and now, during Sudash Rishi? I don't want to go into that right now. Now he quotes the brother of the Maharal. It's a beautiful Torah. Kasab b'sefer Achaim, la'agon Reb Chaim, s'chusi again aleinu, achi ha'ma'aral mi'prag. The ma'aral had a brother. His name was Reb Chaim. And he says like this, ki hinei b'nei dor ha'midbar z'achu li'zgalu s'alakuz b'ar sinai, k'mo she'amru chazal she'pasach ha'kadosh baruch hu'el yoinim v'tachtein b'es matan Torah. It says the generation that stood at Mount Sinai, they merited for this incredible godly revelation when they were there. God opened up the heavens above and the earth down here below while Matan Torah was taking place. The Rebbe Shalom wanted this to always be available and accessible for all future generations. The Alken. Shabbos Kodesh, the brother of the Maharal says, is an attempt to have a reenactment of Matan Torah. What part of Matan Torah? The Hizgalus, the revelation of Elokus. In other words, to bring it down to our language, that it's clear to me that Hashem exists and that He loves me and that Einod Milvado. Hashem wanted this to happen all the time. That Ora Ganus that we're speaking about, the opportune time to actually say Einod Milvado and be one with it, comes every Shabbos. And He continues. This thing happens whether 
It's like a lot of things are dependent on how much you do, how much you don't do. This notion, that this, this awareness that comes down to the world, without you even realizing it or trying, boom, boom. It happens whether you like it or not. Every time Shabbos comes in, and then this concept also parts from us, every time Shabbos comes out. Bilti Suffolk, says the brother of the Maharal. There's no Suffolk. You know what you feel when Shabbos comes in? Where, where are the origins of what you're feeling? Where is it coming from? The same place that prophecy comes from. That's what he's saying. Prophecy. The same shorish, the same st- where, the warehouse where, where Nevuah came into the world. And we all know that a prophet had to be two things. One with utmost clarity. Bittul, and also Besimcha, in order to have prophecy. Ein bas kol yotzes min hashamayim, ele im ken adam shorei besimcha. Last day besimcha. That's the reason Yaakov didn't have nevuah, because he found out that Yosef was alive again. Efemod, good diuk, nachon meod. It's also a proof that Avram Avinu was besimcha during the Akeda. Because if he wasn't besimcha, he would have never heard the bas kol that says, al tishlach yadcha lanai. It's a verkatar. So, he says there's no suffix. This is a spark coming from the same place that Nevuah comes from. And this is the consolation for us still living in a, in a state of, 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 of galut. That he was talking about where he was. I'm not sure if he was in Prague. I don't know where the brother was. No, still, a Yidl has never doesn't ever have the excuse to say, I have no shaykhs to that world of his galus like it was on Mount Sinai. Yidl has no reshut to ever talk like that because it's not true. That every single Shabbos, that's literally what is in our hands. Even us, us tired Yidin, tired from the bitter galus. Still, Shabbos comes, and it's clear that without me tuning into Shabbos, there's no way Yidin would have made it in Gullus. There's no way. And, and Malasot. There's a lot to harp on this, but I think this speaks really for itself in terms of like the preciousness and the value of this Matana Tova. You know, I, I told you this story so many times, but I'm going to say it again because it's just jumping out of the letters here. I told you that for many Sundays... In 1998-99, our good friend David Sachs from Los Angeles, that many of you got to know and learn from, he hired myself and the Moshav boys, Moshav band, that had just moved to L.A., to go out to Venice Beach on Sunday afternoons with guitars, a drum, and Yehuda played the shofar, too. (laughs) And we were singing Nigunim with a huge sign behind us that said, Six more days till Shabbos. Every every single Sunday, and then you have to understand what the scene is on a Sunday in Venice Beach, California. You've been there, Ben. You, you got it, Tom. You ever see it? You probably lived it for a while. <laughs> I'll just tell you what it is. You know how we say in Rishonim Yom Kippur, "Ve'yeda ve'avin kol yitzur ki ata yitzarta," right? Kol yitzur, mamish kol yitzur, kol yitzur. I mean, I'm telling you, kol yitzur means. Every type of 
human beings and, <coughs> and things close to human beings. Okay? <laughs> Pass by, and everyone's selling, everyone's selling something. Everyone's promoting something. Everyone's converting everybody to something crazy. I remember getting into these crazy fights with the black Hebrews down there also. They, they would come down, these meshuganas. You know, not the, let me, let me be dayek, be politically correct. Not Yidin that are black, chas v'shalom. The black Hebrews, they're, they, they're, it's, a, it's a crazy, melodic, like, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. This chavre, huh? The true Jews. Right, the true Jews. They, I remember one time when they, when, when they came by us and they started making fun of the Rebbe's name to us, it was like they, they know what buttons to press. And it was like, Menachem, Menachem, he was saying, I remember till today. Every type of mamash, and you know what? Everyone was ke'ilu, like, sababa, everything goes. A few yidluch come with the sign that says six more days till Shabbos, pushing people's buttons. And then one time, some yid, no, probably not a yid, I don't think it was a yid, he came up to me, and he said to me, you Jew, you, leave out, I'm leaving out the obvious, right? You, you, you Jews, you're up to it again. I'm like, what now? So then, what now? What are we? What? What now? What, what do you have to say now? He's like, you, you, uh, you liars and thieves were promoting this gig last week and the week before, saying there's only six more days to it. <laughs> Going out of business. You hear? You hear? You hear? Do you know how deep that was? I said to him, you were right. You were right. You were right. And if I really understood, I, I, and then I started telling him, I stopped myself and I realized the guy was, you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the needle was still in the arm, you know, like, like you know? <laughs> I'm like, but to me, because I, I was, you know, every Shlomo story I ever heard was like showing up right there that it could be the biggest schlepper in the world yeah. is coming to show you what you have. He said to him, your mom is right. Mm-hmm. If I really understood the value of what the gig is, of what the event is, I'd be walking around the streets of the world singing six more days till Shabbos, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Five more days till Shabbos, four more days till Shabbos. So we have to, obviously it's very, it's impossible to live like this constantly. But the moments that we have, like on Friday mornings, these are not just so we have a good voice to say at the table, it's to literally shake us up and get us ready for what, for the Matana Tova. Because love is always there, no matter what. That's the base genazai. Can't be touched. Now look how he says here, how he builds this up. This is the last thing here. Where were you holding Thursday night? Where were you holding Friday afternoon? Rabbi Biederman says, it doesn't matter. Meaning it matters, in the, of course it matters in the bigger picture of your own personal growth, but it doesn't matter when it comes to the things that are, are clear, the kaima, that are untouched. Now this is going to be a chiddush to many of us. When the Yimach Shemamim came into the Heichal, in the Beis Amigdash, everyone knows, what did they see? 
what did they see when the Kruvim, what, what, what did they it look embracing. like? They were embracing. Interesting. Hikshu HaRishonim. So the Rishonim, the Rimigash, the Ritva, Sha'ar Afronim, a lot of other Afronim had a Kashi on this. Because we know something. When were the Kruvim usually embracing? We have a Torah. Bizman She'osin Ritzona Shalmakom. When we're good, Yidlach, we know that that's when the Kruvim were embracing. When we weren't, so to this parasha, the Truma, because we get the whole, you know, the whole description of it. So he says, Sherak Bishareita, the Gemara says in Baba Basra, Sherak Bishaashe, Osin Yisrael, Ritzona Shalmakom, as I pnea Kruvim, Ish Klape Achim. Ach, Sheinam Osin Ritzona Shalmakom, pnea Melabais. So, in Ken Ketzad Hayu Akruvim, Meurim Zebezebe, Shasa Churban. Clearly, the Rebbeinu Shalom wasn't happy with us in the time of the Churban Beis Amigdash. Clearly, we weren't doing Osar Osim Ratzon Hashem Makom. So how how could you explain it? That's what they saw. Is that really what they saw? Did they make a mistake? Now this is amazing. It's a good shaila, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of there's a lot of answers on this, but this one is like, this is something unbelievable. You gotta go to the Yerushalmi for this. Shebebayis Rishon Nifka Achoma Sa'ir Betisha Betamus. And Bayis Rishon, when was the when was the Shivasa Betamuz of Bayis Rishon? Tet Betamuz, right? Bechurban Abayis Haya. When when was Ah? Well, here he says Bechurban Abayis Haya beechad beav. He says here Bechurban Abayis Alpi the Yerushalmi was on the first of Av. Why? Twenty-one days after Tet Betamuz. It was still a Beinam Eitzarim. It was still three weeks of that. It's just the dates were moved around from Tet Betamuz. Till Rosh Chodesh Av. You understand? Start or the end of it. Started earlier and ended earlier. Now look what he does here. Ukvar Matzinu Shetisha Be'av Be'ota Shana Haya Be'echad Be'Shabbat. We we had the calculation that that year, when the Churban was on Rosh Chodesh Av, Tisha B'av came out that year on Sunday. Okay, which means Nimza Shebe'echad Be'av. What day of the week was? Rosh Chodesh Av, Chal Be'etzem Yom HaShabbos. So when they came inside and they saw the crew in Me'urim Zebeze, it's because it was Shabbos. It's Gevat, no? Umishum kach ayu akruv in Me'urim Zebeze. Churban Abayis! But it's Shabbos. Ki b'Shabbos Kodesh HaKadosh Baruch Hu Marech Hibasa L'Yisrael Afilu k'she'ein am osim v'tzona shel makom. It's unbelievable. And now we understand the Zohar, because this is an amazing thing. So I never understood this story now. This is an amazing thing. <laughs> Very interesting statement of Chazal. Shechina never left Am Yisrael, even on what seems to be weekday Shabbos. Shabbatot Shel Chol. Right? Well, it could mean a million things, but usually when we refer to Chol throughout Chazal, it has to do with the weekday. Always. So he says something so, so gewalt. So Chazal are also like, what does that statement mean? A weekday? A vachadik, a Shabbos? What does that mean? And now it's true, Reb Shlomo said, he said that every single day of the week is actually Cholamayit Shabbos. That's what he said. That's why he said good Shabbos on Monday, on Wednesday, on Thursday. Upirshu Ach, Le'amor, Yesh Lomar. 
שהכוונה היא לשבתות המתחוללות שנוהגים בין מנהג חול, even if your Shabbos is literally just speaking about sports and 80s sitcoms and drinking and kiddish clubs, even if that's your old Shabbos, אך מכל מקום לא זז אשכינה מישראל, you may do your thing. Don't think that you could ever touch on that which is eternally, infinitely happening. You could have your thing. You could have your shtuyot, the same shtuyot. You could pound your edibles just to get by. And to, you could do whatever you think. Is, is, it doesn't touch. It doesn't touch that which can't be. Pashut me'od. And that proof that he brings from Yonas and Ebeshitz that that year, when they walked into the Heichal and they saw the Kruvim Me'urim Zabazah, there's a lot of different touches on it, the truth is. This one touched me deepest, proving that it was actually on Shabbos when that happened. Even in Chorban Abayis, that means that the value of this gift is always infinitely deeper than whatever you think it is. Infinitely deeper than whatever you think it is. Infinitely greater than what you think it is. And to be in awe of the fact that that thing that's infinitely greater and deeper than whatever I think it is, Hashem sends Moshe Rabbeinu every single Shabbos to come and tell me even deeper and sweeter, I'm pulling out the, I'm pulling out the bottle. I'm, th- I'm pulling this out. This one I'm pulling out for you. For you. Lech vehodiem. So I think it's beautiful that we're starting to learn this, Dafka today, Zayin Adar, to enhance our acceptance, our you know, maybe maybe this week we didn't sing six more days till Shabbos on Sunday. But, and maybe we didn't sing five more days on Monday, right? But today, for the rest of today, of Friday, the countdown is already eight more hours till Shabbos, seven more hours till Shabbos, right? Five more hours till Shabbos. This, the countdown is closer, closer, closer. But I know that if I want, if I want... And if I do the proper hachana l'shavis, I could taste from the oragonas, which means I could restore my batteries properly in order to be able to function as a person in this meshugana olam hasheker. Olam hasheker, Baruch Hashem, the, sh- the fact that it's an olam hasheker is getting clearer by the second in order to be a year that can really say those three words, and be one with them, be intimate with the three words, that on Shabbos gives me the opportunity to say with infinite, with lamash, oneness, and closeness, to be able to say, Ein od milvado. And if I have, that's the greatest gift in the world that Rebona Shleilam has given us. That comes every Shabbos. Matana tova, yesh bevez ganaza, Shabbos shma, and Maish Rabbeinu, yalla, another Shabbos, lech vehodiem, das. Come and connect me to that. And Baruch Hashem, we have many opportunities throughout the week to, to prepare ourselves for this, but we have, Baruch Hashem, many opportunities. Our Chevre, our Kehillah, our Shabbos here, it's Shabbos. It's Shabbos. And it's got to be even more Shabbos, with love, with Simcha, so that there could be one place in the world that Yidlach walk into and they say, I can't really tell you exactly what's going on besides one thing. Alavaya, it should be our Schus, should work up to it, that Alavai, every function, every level of whatever goes on here should be that a Yid can walk out and say, Einod Milvado, that's the greatest Chai in the world. That's the greatest Chai in the world. It should be Archelik as well. Good job, everyone. Thank you.